I woke up and I was keenly aware that Jesus, uh, Yeshua, was standing at the foot of my bed. Now, as a former medium and channel and new age healer, mystical experiences were not completely foreign to me, but I had never, ever, ever, ever had anything like this happen. I knew exactly who he was, despite no real uh, prior education about him. I knew I was standing in front of the son of God. I could see him. He was large. He was he was not a, a small uh, five foot ten regular American guy. He was six foot five or taller with a big effervescent chest. And there was light all around him. And I knew who he was. I knew I was standing in the presence of God. I knew, I knew he was the son of God. I knew what the Bible said about him was true or what the rumors were about him was true. I knew everything was true instantly. And I knew that um, he was the only way. And I stood up and I stood in front of him and I was like, oh, everything they, they say about you is true. And there was no physical communication between us. It was just a complete understanding instantly of who he was. And when I stood in front of him, I felt this like arms almost on my sides showing me there was no right way, there was no left way, there was only one way, and he was it. And um, I was immediately filled with the kind of love that um, it's not like little kid love, like I'm so happy, or romantic love. It was like, you are loved. <laughs> and I had nowhere to go. I knew I was completely held, completely protected, completely safe forevermore. But I didn't know why I knew this either. What's unbelievable is that he stayed with me for three days. Everywhere I went, he was there. No one else could see him, but I could. He would go in and out, in and out of my vision, all around me. I would feel him touch my arm at times or um, his skin, I would feel his skin just for a moment. And all the while I could, I had this keen awareness that, that oh my gosh, Jesus is real. He's, he's real and he's alive and he's here with me. Um, during this time period, very shortly after I knew who he was that first morning, I knew instantly that all the new age activities I had been involved in were completely wrong. Um, I didn't know why. I didn't have terminology for any of this. I just knew I had to stop it immediately. It was like a tidal wave pushing me in the other direction away from this. And so I told my husband what was happening and while he was pretty stunned about what I was experiencing, him and I went through my whole house and we got rid of all of my new age items, crystals, books, tarot cards, uh, channelings, um, paintings, anything that had anything to do with the new age, we immediately got rid of. I told my husband that I did not understand why, but I knew that these things were wrong, that they were dangerous, that they were against God 
and that they possibly had been bringing some danger into our home and maybe even to my daughter's life and that we needed to close these doors. That's all I knew at the time and we did it. During those three days, there was one other thing that happened that was really important. I would be driving down the street. I, I kept just kind of living my normal life, going food shopping, doing my different activities. And God showed me in my mind a vision of him and the devil. And they stood in front of each other. And the way the devil looked was he, he looked kind of looked like a creature, almost like a big um, froggy kind of ugly creature. But he was big. And there was Jesus and he was big. And they stood in front of each other. And he said to me, you have to choose one path or the other. There's no in between. There's no gray area. You need to make a choice. Of course, I knew instantly who was going to be my choice. What was really impressive to me was how black and white this actually was. After the three days, I woke up on the third day or morning or something like that. And I knew that Jesus or Yeshua um, was going to leave, but I didn't know why. So I went to him, uh, you know, and, and I was, uh, this is the most audible I was. I was like, you know, I know you're going to leave. I don't know why, but I want to stay close to you. And then I heard three audible words. And he said, read my book. And he pointed to the Bible we had bought before he even showed up in our night table, my husband's night table. And that quickly he was gone. I did not feel not one moment of loss of him. In fact, something even more miraculous happened. I felt now like I had God inside me. I felt a complete relationship with God. I felt that I suddenly was aware that before this happened, I was empty, but after it happened, I was full. My heart felt big. I actually felt physically bigger around my heart area. And I almost, the, the, the physical sensation I had was that like God had his arm on my back and was directing me and taking care of me and loving me. And I was completely safe. So one day, approximately two years ago, um, in September of 2017, uh, God showed up in my life. Um, it was completely unexpected and it was completely random. Um, I was born in a Jewish home. Um, I was raised conservative. I, I had a bat mitzvah. We went to synagogue in the high holidays. Um, when I became a teenager and later in my early 20s, I got heavily involved in the new age. Um, I wasn't very religious as a Jewish person. 
So it was not really a stretch to sort of begin seeking something else. Um, I liked Hebrew school as a kid. I liked being with my friends and I was a, a studious type of girl, but um, I never really felt a strong relationship with God uh, through my Judaism. And as I got older, I was very drawn uh, to the new age, to mystical things, to the mysteries of the universe. And I began to really explore uh, the occult and astrology and channeling and uh, many different hands-on healing practices. And I got deeply involved in the new age. I went to college and graduate school. I graduated as a movement therapist and later became a psychotherapist and a licensed professional counselor. And as this was happening, I developed my own um, side practice as a new age healer. And that was over 30 years ago. Um, and I went on to have a 30 year practice, both as a clinical therapist and on the side as a new age healer. And in the last seven to nine years of my practice, I combined them both. So I was both therapist and healer, and I had a booming, very busy practice. Um, there was always um, a controversy in my life where my professional life seemed to really be intact and extremely successful and my personal life really was not. I didn't understand this gap. Um, I thought I had it all together as a modern woman of today, educated therapist. Um, the fact that I had marriages and divorces and multiple moves really just, to me, was a function of some trauma in my background together with growing and becoming my own person. It never occurred to me that there was anything else going wrong in my life or that anything was missing. Um, I became adept at channeling and mediumship so I could talk to who I thought were uh, dead people and dead spirits and spirit guides. And I had a lot of wisdom that I thought I was imparting to people. And people were literally knocking down my door. I had an international practice um, so I thought everything was just fine um, until, I, until I realized it wasn't. In the last few years of my practice, I started to have a lot of physical symptoms, and I didn't really understand what they were. I, my vision was extremely affected. Um, I had unbearable exhaustion where I could not... Um, no matter what I did, I would not be able to recover after having healing sessions with clients. Um, my vision would be lost for about three to four hours. I wasn't completely blind, but it couldn't see very well. Um, I had waves and waves of exhaustion, um, even when I wasn't channeling, and I was just overall feeling really sick. So I kept changing the way I practiced, thinking, I was seeing clients for too short or too long or the wrong thing, or I take out this element and that element. And I kept talking to spirit guides, which were literally leading my life and, you know, had no idea that anything else was going on. In the final year of my practice, 
I um, began to talk to my husband about um, maybe not doing the channeling anymore. And I, I said to him that I, I really just wanted to like have a relationship with God or be able to just communicate with God. I don't know that I knew exactly what that meant at the time, but I did have that desire. And at the same time, I began to develop a yearning to um, learn about the Amish culture. I had started coming to the area I live in um, for chiropractic appointments and uh, I was driving an, a good hour and a half to just see a chiropractor in an Amish area and I began to feel really drawn to the Amish. I didn't know why, but I loved the way they lived on the land and I loved their natural family-centered lifestyle and I've always been a farm girl at heart, so I thought that's what was driving me. At the same time, there was a lot of crisis in one of my daughter's lives that was um, completely over the top and this crisis propelled us to have to relocate. I had no idea why these things were happening, um, but life just seemed to have a constant struggle to it. And um, so we decided very quickly we were relocating and within three days we sold our house over asking price and three more days we found a place to move in the Amish area that I had been coming and within days we had found um, a new life and we moved and fortunately my daughter was able to start over again <coughs> excuse me in a new <coughs> pardon me my daughter was able to start out over again in a new in a new area we called home approximately between the time we moved and eight and six or seven weeks later, um, I had begun going to Amish stores because I had this irresistible urge to learn about the Amish. And I was going to the stores that they owned and they ran and I was exclusively using their businesses to buy the things I needed for my house and food. And there was one Amish store I would be drawn to um, all the time. So I was going there three or four times a week and I would just kind of go around the store and they had a little aisle of books. And um, a lot of the books were, um, you know, recipe books from the Amish and things about the area I live in, the history books. But then there was like a whole spiritual section of Christian literature. And there was one book that was sticking out on the shelf and I picked it up and it was called um, Betrayed by Stan Telichin. And I will um, put a link to that book in the uh, notes underneath this video. And this was a story about a Jewish businessman in his 50s whose daughter went to college and came home and said, guess what, Dad? I believe in Jesus. And he said, what? This is totally unacceptable. We're Jews. Jesus is not for us. I'm going to prove you wrong. And he basically set out to prove her wrong. And he took some time off from work and he read the whole Old and the New Testament. He studied the Tanakh especially, which is the Old Testament. And he um, got saved in the process. So I kept seeing this book, but I wouldn't buy it because it made me feel really strange. I was considered myself sort of a new age Jewish modern woman. And what in the world would I be reading about a book where 
Jews found Jesus. I really had no, no need for that. And I didn't know why this book was even a thing. And I kept just putting it back on the shelf. In the meantime, this urge came over me that I don't really know. Um, I didn't know at the time, I should say, why. I didn't understand that God was already working in my life through all of this. But this urge came over me to, I called it study traditional religion. Didn't know what that meant, but I told my husband, I think we should buy a Bible and I'd like to study traditional religion. I had really grown tired of the new age life. I realized that it was creating physical symptoms for me, but I didn't know why. I thought I was just maybe burnt out. And I had taken some time off of work for the move and a lot of these symptoms were going away. So I began to think it was not something I should go back to. So my husband came to the Amish store with me one day and he grabbed a King James Bible that just happened to be sitting there and said, um, here's the Bible. You said you wanted one. I said, great, 10 bucks. We buy the Bible, put it in our nightstand. And I never really even look at it because I think to myself, it looks like gibberish to me. I don't know that I could even understand this, but we put it in our night table. At the end of the summer, um, I went to my niece's wedding and it was a very religious Jewish wedding, probably one of the more religious Jewish weddings I attended. And there are some beautiful wedding rituals that take place. And one of these rituals um, was based on a Bible story, uh, which is like the unveiling where the bride's veil lifts up. And it was based on the story of Jacob and how he uh, really wanted to marry Rachel, but he ended up with Leah. So essentially he, he got the bride he didn't actually want. And so this ritual is based on this and it is just a, just a tradition where the groom makes sure he gets the right bride and all the men are removed from the room and the women create a court around the bride and the groom comes in and he lifts the veil off the bride once he makes sure it's her they have a moment of rejoicing and then in come all the men from the other room dancing singing uh israeli dancing and a celebration like you wouldn't believe. It was an incredibly moving moment for me. I felt immersed in Jewishness and I had no idea what was happening to me because all of my life I had been Jewish, but I cannot say that there was ever a time that I felt immersed in Jewishness and it enveloped me. A day and a half later, we had come back from the wedding. Now I had already decided I was going to order this betrayed book. Um, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I actually had the betrayed book in my bag, but hadn't read it yet at the wedding, interestingly. And when we came back from the wedding a day and a half afterwards, I woke up and I was keenly aware that Jesus, uh, Yeshua, was standing at the foot of my bed. Now, as a former medium and channel and new age healer, mystical experiences were not completely foreign to me, 
but I had never, ever, ever, ever had anything like this happen. I knew exactly who he was, despite no real uh, prior education about him. I knew I was standing in front of the Son of God. I could see him. He was large. He was he was not a, a small uh, five foot ten regular American guy. He was six foot five or taller with a big effervescent chest and there was light all around him and I knew who he was. I knew I was standing in the presence of God. I knew I knew he was the son of God. I knew what the Bible said about him was true or what the rumors were about him was true. I knew everything was true instantly. And I knew that um, he was the only way. And I stood up and I stood in front of him and I was like, oh, everything they, they say about you is true. And there was no physical communication between us. It was just a complete understanding instantly of who he was. And when I stood in front of him, I felt this like arms almost on my sides showing me there was no right way. There was no left way. There was only one way and he was it. And um, I was immediately filled with the kind of love that um, it's not like little kid love, like I'm so happy or romantic love. It was like, you are loved. <laughs> and I had nowhere to go. I knew I was completely held, completely protected, completely safe forevermore. But I didn't know why I knew this either. What's unbelievable is that he stayed with me for three days. Everywhere I went, he was there. No one else could see him, but I could. He would go in and out, in and out of my vision, all around me. I would feel him touch my arm at times, or um, his skin, I would feel his skin just for a moment. And all the while, I could, I had this keen awareness that, that, oh my gosh, Jesus is real. He's, he's real and he's alive and he's here with me. Um, during this time period, very shortly after I knew who he was that first morning, I knew instantly that all the new age activities I had been involved in were completely wrong. Um, I didn't know why. I didn't have terminology for any of this. I just knew I had to stop it immediately. It was like a tidal wave pushing me in the other direction away from this. And so I told my husband what was happening and while he was pretty stunned about what I was experiencing, him and I went through my whole house and we got rid of all of my new age items, crystals, books, tarot cards, uh, channelings, um, paintings, anything that had anything to do with the new age, we immediately got rid of. I told my husband that I did not understand why, but I knew that these things were wrong, that they were dangerous, that they were against God, and that they possibly had been bringing some danger into our home and maybe even to my daughter's life and that we needed to close these doors. That's all I knew at the time. And we did it. During those three days, there was one other thing that happened that was really important. 
I would be driving down the street. I, I kept just kind of living my normal life, going food shopping, doing my different activities. And God showed me in my mind a vision of him and the devil. And they stood in front of each other. And the way the devil looked was he, he looked kind of looked like a creature, almost like a big um, froggy kind of ugly creature but he was big and there was Jesus and he was big and they stood in front of each other and he said to me you have to choose one path or the other there's no in between there's no gray area you need to make a choice of course I knew instantly who was going to be my choice what was really um, Impressive to me was how black and white this actually was. After the three days, I woke up on the third day or morning or something like that, and I knew that Jesus or Yeshua um, was going to leave, but I didn't know why. So I went to him, uh, you know, and, and I was, uh, this is the most audible I was. I was like, you know, I know you're going to leave. I don't know why, but I want to stay close to you. And then I heard three audible words. And he said, read my book. And he pointed to the Bible we had bought before he even showed up in our night table, my husband's night table. And that quickly he was gone. I did not feel not one moment of loss of him. In fact, something even more miraculous happened. I felt now like I had God inside me. I felt a complete relationship with God. I felt that I suddenly was aware that before this happened, I was empty. But after it happened, I was full. My heart felt big. I actually felt physically bigger around my heart area. And I almost, that the, the physical sensation I had was that like God had his arm on my back and was directing me and taking care of me and loving me. And I was completely safe. I picked up the Bible out of the night, uh, nights, sorry, I picked out of the coffee table and I began to read Genesis out loud and for the first time, it made sense to me. I understood that the book was God, was written by God, was of God, and that it was now speaking to me in a language I could actually understand. In fact, it all came alive. It was like a huge panorama I was living inside of the Genesis story. What was also amazing to me was when Jesus said to me how to stay close to him by reading his book. He didn't say read the Bible or read that book. He said, read my book and pointed to the Bible. The book is his book. I never ever knew this and I certainly would have never believed it except that the veil was lifted for me and everything changed for three more days now. The whole thing was kind of a six day experience. For three more days, I had the 
ominous, overwhelming feeling of being filled with the Spirit of God and of understanding that every way that I lived up until this point, I did not actually have a relationship with God. Also during these three days, because I had the understanding that all of my new age activities were not something that God wanted me to be doing, I asked for all my abilities to be removed. What is extremely interesting is all my life I had had these psychic abilities. I could read people's pictures. I could meet someone without knowing them and I could tell them all about themselves. I could have intimate understandings of their psychological dynamics. I could know way too much about people um, way too fast and I thought I had this gift from God. But what God actually showed me was that I just had the ability to hear spirits, but that I wasn't listening to the right team. So, i.e., it went back to choosing the path between Jesus and the adversary, or the devil, or the Satan, the enemy. And I had been listening to the wrong team. I later went on to study the Bible, which I have continued to do ever since, and God says repeatedly that these activities are wrong. We are not to trust them and we are not to do them. So essentially what God did in that moment was shut down any ability I had to hear anyone but him. And it was the weirdest thing for me to meet a stranger I don't know and know nothing about them to look at the picture of someone and know nothing about them except that they had a nice smile and brown hair. Um, it was like somebody put blinders on and took glasses uh, away from me, but at the same time, I actually now could really see because I was now seeing people through the heart of God and just being a normal person with them. Whereas before I was listening to an unending, um, barrage of information about them coming from spirits that are not from God. And um, I spent the next, in within this three-day period, I began to repent for every New Age practice I had ever participated in. I did it for hours. That's how many practices I had participated in. I um, refuted them, negated them, um, cut the cords to them, so to speak. I just let it all go. And I asked God to take it all. I rebuked every piece of it. And I apologized to God for having ever participated in something that did not bring him glory and was not something that he wanted and was in fact against him sinful and wrong. I closed down a practice, a 32-year practice, overnight because I realized that I had been leading people down the wrong path. And although people claimed to feel so much better sessions with me, to know more about themselves, to have physical well-being, I did not lead anyone to the Lord. In fact, all I did was lead people back into the cycle of needing more help and finding sort of themselves as very empowered 
versus um, succumbing and surrendering to a savior. I never knew I needed a savior. I didn't know what a savior was. In fact, when I first got saved this first week, I didn't even understand the language, sin, repentance, savior, what does it all mean? Um, and I decided that I wasn't gonna tell anyone except my immediate family, which was my husband and my three daughters, um, because I was going to spend two years studying the Bible and finding out if what happened to me had any bearing, any meat behind it, so to speak. And that's exactly what I did. I started on a journey of reading the Bible over and over again, taking classes, Bible study, visiting churches, um, doing online studies, getting in chat rooms with biblical people, uh, studying the One for Israel uh, YouTube ministry, which I highly recommend, which is full of um, Jewish testimonies and listening to their teachings. They have a college in Israel uh, for Messianic Jews, which are Jews who do believe in uh, Yeshua or Jesus, uh, which I now identify as one. And I um, decided to really check this out. And I can only say that not only was my experience confirmed a million times over, but my whole life changed for the better. Um, God made a lot of promises to me um, about um, what would happen in my life that played out in those six days with him. And for a few months after, I continue to grow in my faith and understand what it means to be um, an, a Jewish ex-Nuager who now believes in Jesus. And I will say that I received great comfort shortly after being saved from uh, Googling Doreen Virtue and um, not even knowing why, but it was God-led and finding out that she had a very similar experience to mine a year before me. Um, she was internationally known and a public person, unlike myself, but other than that, our walks were uncannily similar. She had been a new age guru of mine from my early 20s, and she now uh, completely rebuked and left behind her whole new age life because she had a vision as well, uh, and Jesus came to her and gave her the exact same revelation, came to me. That started me Googling endlessly, new age to Jesus, Jew to Jesus, you know, trying to understand what happened to me. I found hundreds of testimonies all over the internet and I will link some things under the YouTube here so you can sort of discover what I discovered. If you are a former client of mine watching this, I openly, um, repent for and apologize for any way that I misled you on the new age path. I was completely deceived. And um, while I stand by my clinical work as a therapist, I do not stand by that any of the new age I work, any of the new age work I did, even if it made you feel better. Um, because feeling better is not the goal. It's finding the Lord getting saved and believing in him with all your heart and making him Lord of your life. 
that's what's important. Um, I openly invite any of you that I may have worked with before to reach out to me anytime. I will spend any amount of time with you, of course, completely free, um, sharing what I've learned or just being able to talk to you about the differences that I've understood. Um, for my Jewish family and friends, colleagues, or anyone in my life that's watching this, um, I never in my life would have imagined that this would have happened to me. I really believe growing up that Jesus was not for Jews. I didn't understand that he was the Jewish Messiah. And I now understand that what he did in bringing me to him a day and a half after a very religious Jewish ceremony where I was immersed in Judaism was help me to understand that he is Jewish. He fulfilled over 300 prophecies in the New Testament. He is the Passover lamb. The Messiah has already come. If Jesus were standing in front of you today, he would be a Jewish man. He would be following the Jewish festivals. He would be speaking Hebrew. He would act and look Jewish. Jesus is Jewish and he's our Messiah. I came to understand through brilliant biblical writing and good authors that I've read in commentary that God had a plan for the Jewish people and it was to bring salvation to the world. That's what he chose them for. He chose them to bring salvation to the world. Through their denial of him, he became the sacrifice. Jesus, as the son of God, was sacrificed just the way Abraham was asked to sacrifice Isaac. God later actually sacrificed his son for us. He became our atonement for sin. And through belief and faith in him, we receive a free gift of salvation. It is not through our works. It is through our faith that we are saved. And through the faith and belief in him, we have a changed heart, a repentant heart, and then we do good works because we have a heart change, not because we're told to, to have favor with God. It is because we want to, because he gave us his son who we've taken as our own Messiah, because he is the Messiah. I did not understand this, and I don't know if my words even make sense to any of you, but I would say this. If you haven't read the New Testament, pick it up and read it. Then go back and read the Old Testament. Start with the book of John and then read the rest of the New Testament and go back and start looking at the Old Testament. Google one for Israel and watch the testimonies of the Jewish people. You can also Google um, the Jews for Jesus and they have several testimonies on their site as well and I will put other resources under this YouTube. Please understand that I don't feel any less Jewish. I actually feel like a real Jewish person now. I consider myself a Messianic Jew or a Jewish Christian. Whatever the terminology is, I am a believer 
in the one true God, and I am a believer that through his son, we are eternally saved with him. I changed so much radically after being saved. All my views, besides giving up the new age and having a complete repellent from it, um, all of my views changed radically. I began to understand what it really meant to be a woman of God and a daughter of God. I have done an amazing study on the women in the Bible. A lot of people think that the Bible is patriarchal um, and they don't really understand the special and beautiful role that women are given throughout the Bible and how many of them are quintessential. And we need to remember that it is a woman that birthed the Messiah. And it is a special, a special um, anointing that comes at, in being a woman that unfortunately has been looked at as bad or wrong or non-feministic, which is actually inaccurate. I hope that this was a bit helpful Please know that um, I um, take full responsibility for having misled people in the new age. I um, made a deal with God, or maybe it was him that made the deal with me, but I told him that anyone that reached out to me that I had ever worked with, I would tell my entire testimony to. And this has happened little by little. People have reached out to me. And I finally, after two years of studying the Bible, felt that I could make a public uh, video to share um, and then put it out there that hopefully more of former clients or just friends and family um, can hear the change I've went through. So um, may God bless you all. Shalom.